Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Woo! Remix. Hey, Saif, are you um watching... The Wu Tang American Saga no, series? Not yet. I haven't. Okay. There's certain shows that I promise myself I won't watch on my phone, in the car, or on the right. train. You know what I mean? Like, I got to watch it on TV with this with the sound system. Wu Tang is one of those shows. So I watched the entire first season uh, when we were locked down in COVID, and I want to make sure I watch the second season the same way. You know what I mean? Bruh. So I haven't watched it yet. Yo, it is an incredible show. I just Good watched show, man. I just watched um the first three episodes of season two. Season. Yeah. Man, it's so fun. I know there's some people hating there's one weird thing that happened this season though, Saif. The guy who um the kid who plays Riza, Bobby. Yeah. The kid who plays Bobby. They like they clearly told him between seasons to like change the way he speaks a little bit. To like really? sound a That's little bit. That's what that was gonna and so now I was going to say that now he speaks like this bong bong. Yes. Uh, love and understanding love and understanding. Uh, I am the Riza, the Abbot, Bobby. The, yeah. They add, he sounds a little bit like a robot. Right. Cause I mean, that's the one thing I wanted to ask Riza about it. Like the kid is an incredible actor. I love that kid. He's in equalizer too. He's in, um, this other movie where these aliens take over earth. Uh, he's the guy in moonlight, obviously. Uh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's the kid in Moonlight, but he's in a bunch of stuff that I like. He's really good, um, and he did a good job as RZA. He just did not try to do his voice at all, and RZA has such a distinctive voice. Yeah, so I guess they pushed for that a little bit more. Um, but if, it was too late. If it's already done in the first season, that's what just I'm let saying. Go. I think that's what let I go. Yeah, like I've already accepted this is Rizzo. Yeah, Who cares? this is the guy playing Rizzo. Yeah, like stupid. But um, it is really great though, and I know there are a lot of people who are like there are people who, yo, it's there are people who will inherently think it's corny because they're like, I know the real story, and I'm such a fan, I can't, I can't do it. Well, listen, 
you're talking it doesn't get much bigger fans than the two of us and it's just a good show what do you mean the real story like because people it's hard for people the truth is this it's hard for people to suspend disbelief that's not them rapping they don't rap really they don't that dude doesn't rap nearly as well as ghostface oh you don't say well you can't emulate someone to rap as well as ghostface you just can't sorry and also like it's like rizza casted or i mean helped cast these people in the essence how they were back then right you know what i mean like they were kids they were fucking kids man and and i think uh i think you'll really enjoy it for me personally i could not recommend it more i sometimes watch it and i just can't believe we're lucky enough to have a show about these guys um about, about what if you really break it down a bunch of black kids most of them from Staten Island. Like that's a, you think that could ever be a show? And now we're blessed to have it about, about hip hop. You're seeing fucking dope. You're seeing RZA trying to steal an SP 1200. You're seeing fucking records being chopped up. Rap. Come on. Yo, him getting a deal at Tommy boy to put out. Ooh, we love you. Rakim. Oh my God. Did you see how good looking they made Monica's man? I forgot her name, Monica, whatever. Bro, she did not look that good, man. That's the part I hated. Yo, by the way, I, I kind of like was like, I guess I was on my phone. I sort of missed how she popped into the show. Like, so she she was like their temporary manager slash A&R for a while. Monica? Yeah. No, who are you talking about? Who are you talking about? The woman who gives Monica the tape. Tommy Boy. No, not oh, her. Oh, I don't oh, know oh, who that is. Oh, the label lady. You mean Monica from the label. Got it, got it, yeah, got from it. Okay. Tommy Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With that, basically... Passed on Wu Tang, yeah. Passed on Wu Tang, right? And and had the RZA album, they but made then them change the sample. Yeah. The RZA. All right. Well, without any further ado, let's talk to Mathematics about what he's done in in terms of this show. You guys know Mathematics is a backbone player in Wu Tang Clan. Let's talk to the great DJ Mathematics. Yo, Mathematics. Yo, math. Peace, peace. What's good? Oh, what's, what's good? What, what up? up what up, Rosenberg? What's good? What's good? Peace, God. You got the angle. Peace. We're gonna look up at you the whole yeah, interview. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I'm I'm out running around. Today was uh, grocery shopping day, so you know what I mean. <laughs> love, I love so, hip hop <laughs> artists doing regular shit. It's my favorite thing in the world. <laughs> so, bro, um, I yeah, took yeah. Uh, I went to bring my daughter to the mall the other day to get her a couple pieces for school, and every, a lot of people were recognizing me. And my daughter's like, is that your friend, daddy? I'm like, no. She's like, well, how do they know you? I'm like, wow, this really just hit. She has no idea these people know me or why they know me. Right, right, right. But sometimes I think that's a beautiful thing, though, because it, it, it was like, a moment. Um, it was a moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely is a moment. Because, like, about right now with, with, with my two youngest right now, um, but, how old? How old are your youngest, me, man? Uh, oh, well, yeah, sixteen and eighteen. Oh my god! Those are wait. Those are your youngest. Youngest. Yeah, those youngest. are my youngest. Yo, math. You got yeah, after it. Youngest. You got after it early, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, plus, you know, I'm you know a little older than I look. You know what I mean? So really, you know, it's a blessing. Well, yeah. listen. So real quick for everyone listening right now, Wu Tang. Uh, an American Saga is season two is now out on Hulu. And Saif, did you watch the first episodes yet? 
I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't have time to watch the second season yet, but I was all in on the first one. So you're going to see, Syph, that at the beginning of season two, we see the emergence of mathematics. Oh, he he pops in. He pops up and he and he meets Divine on a construction site. And the first thing when I was I was kind of trying to figure out who you were, like that's part of the game sort of of, of this show is you see Definitely a character emerge and you're like, wait, who's this? And then definitely the game. And then he's drawing. He's drawing. Like they're sitting at a table and mathematics is doing art. And so I was like, oh, people don't know. In case you don't know, mathematics created, of course, the Wu Tang logo. So when they showed him drawing, I was like, oh, that's mathematics. Um, so math, let me ask you, is that in fact how you met Devon? Oh no. Lost him. Sai, if you want to answer for him? I don't know. You don't know if that's in fact how you met Divine. So, because here's one of the things I do want to ask um, mathematics, and hopefully Riza will jump on with us. Figuring out exactly which parts were creative yeah. license and which part is it. Right. So, yeah. math, math, is that in fact how you met Divine? Uh, you know what? <laughs> it's crazy because it, it's, it's like... Uh, how they say six degrees of separation, and it's like you know this one, then you meet this one, you meet that one, and then you realize that you know the family because like you know like I knew Rizza and Jizza like for years before I even knew Devon, but I didn't know I didn't even know they was related, you know. Any of you didn't know a lot of people I've heard that before. Yeah, wait, that people didn't know Rizza and Divine were related, or Rizza no, and Jizza? Oh, Rizza and Jizza. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't even know they was they, they they was actually related. You know what I mean? But but I I knew them both. It, it was crazy that that when I found out, you know. Um. So so you know what I mean? So so when you watch the show, you know of course they change certain things. But 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 basically, I mean, you know, I, I was working on a construction site. You know, I you know I was doing carpentry. Um. With my pops and uh, um. You know. So as you watch the show, you'll see how 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 you know actually. Were you already doing when when you knew RZA and Jizza originally? Were you already a DJ? Were you already into music? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I've been you know I've been DJing since like the eighties. Like I was doing podcasts at Daisy Park back in like eighty seven. You know, um, I, I really started DJing. I, I figured like eighty six because eighty six was like when I really got like uh, actually got like the two turntables in a mixer and I didn't have to keep going to, to my man's crib to, you know, to, to, to bum off his shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's one of the things that bugs me out about hip hop Sife in the old days. So many cats were around for so long before it started popping. Like these yeah. days, it seems very often people get a shot, you know, they've been rapping for a year and they already are. It's way different. It's so. Yeah. Whereas I just saw the other day, I was like digging around looking up RZA and Ghostface stuff because I find their relationship on the show so interesting, and I didn't realize that it said RZA and Jizza and ODB and a bunch of them all started a group. They tried doing it as a group already in like 1985. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah. Yo, you realize how yeah. crazy that is? That's a fully different era of hip hop in our mind. 85. Yeah, it is. And, but but you know what's crazy though? I mean, with that, that that by the time brothers got on, we were, you know, brothers were seasoned vets. Yep. Um, and I think that's the difference between now and then. That's why it's like even like the whole A and R um process is a little different because 
you know, um, you know, before people was put out, they, you know, they they went through it as far as yeah. like they they was groomed, they was taught. I mean, if you listen to Nas or somebody like like he was young when he came out, MC Light when she did when she first came out, she was young, but she's probably rhyming like years before that yeah. because yeah, yeah, you hear you hear the difference in the polishing opposed to somebody who probably just started. But like, also, yeah. also when you watch the first season. You see, like, it starts off when I guess everyone's probably, like, in their 19, 20, something like that a lot. And then you see, like, like RZA is like, yo, like Dennis, because they call Ghostface Dennis, like, yo, why you not rhyming no more? And then when, when he pulls out the old book and it says arsonist, like, it shows that they used to rhyme and then they got caught up and they're selling drugs and trying to live. And then RZA's still trying to do the music. And like the first episode, Ray Kwan comes to his house and he looks like he hasn't seen him in a while. So they all used to rhyme and they had like a group and stuff. But then, you know, when you become of that, of that age, you got to make money, support your mom, you know, take care of the bills because they don't tell, you know, they don't tell the little kids story. They just started when they're like in their late teens, early 20s. So they, you know, they might have been doing that shit way before. It's not like RZA yeah. discovered turntables in the first episode. Like he already had a studio. He already had equipment. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But he also, I guess it's partially that the Bobby character looks so young. Um, and RZA did look really young. When, even when Uwe Love You Rakim comes out. Because by the way, so, oh, that, yeah. so Rakim comes out. He's already been rapping at that point for like six years. Yeah, five, six years, yeah. And I didn't even yeah, know, well, Matt, I didn't even know. Well, 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 longer than that, actually, but yeah. Really? Even longer than that? He, well, 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 he could better answer the question how long he's, he was doing it, but, you know, um, when I first met Rizzo, Rizzo was already rhyming, and that, you know, um, yeah, that, that, I, I figure about maybe, you talk about maybe like 80, 85, 86, yeah, so, yeah. Now tell so me, Wu-Tang, um, it takes place in what, like ninety two? The, the show starts yeah, right 91, now, 92? Right, right now we're about season two is about ninety two. Ninety two, like right when prote- I mean, I saw that the trailer. Ninety one, ninety one, ninety two ish. Yeah, yeah. ninety one, ninety two ish. And this season is going to take us through Enter the Wu Tang, or just to the release? Yes. yes. Um, no, it's gonna take you like like you'll see. You you gonna you know what I mean I don't I don't like to, to <laughs> Yeah, don't know, ruin it. I'm not don't the type ruin to it. like yo, just to set this hat yeah, yeah, I don't because 'cause I'm a movie head myself and for me personally, I hate when somebody be like, Oh, this gonna happen, this gonna happen. I'm like, yo, shut the fuck up. But, <laughs> and um, what's your role on the show? You're gonna see a little journey. What's your role on the show? My role? Yeah. Um on the show or behind the scenes? Behind, like the, behind scenes. the scenes. Oh, behind the scenes, um, consultant, um, you know, as far as like uh, music wise or or even like certain like with characters, certain certain things, you know, because so in all reality, man. like besides Rizzo, like um, you know, who's on the set, I'm the only other brother that really, you know, knows everybody. Right. And um, you know, and, and, and for me there's no like ego involved even like with my character because i see certain things but you know i'm hey it is what it is you know um yeah, it's, it, not, it's, it's, it's not just a, a blessing too to, 
It's yeah. not a it's not it's not a, a documentary. You already did the Wu documentary. We already have that. Right. Now it's like right, a great like right. I tell people all the time, bro, you don't have to be in, into Wu Tang or even into hip hop to like the show. It's just a good drama. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, no, it's definitely a great show. Cause it's like if I wasn't a part of it, I, I'll definitely be tuned in. Cause even though for the first season I was I was tuned in glued to the TV. So um, you know. Have you have you um have you gotten calls from people from uh, members of the uh, of of the Wu? Have you had to have any conversations? Because I'm sure on a show like this that takes creative license, you know, people have mixed feelings about the way the stories get told. Are you now because you're part of the show? Are you catching phone calls and having those conversations? Um, nah, not really. You know, it, um. You talk about what brothers is like, yo, why they do that? Or yeah, because like I would, because yeah, obviously all these things take creative <laughs> license. Yeah, yeah, but but no, I haven't. I, I really haven't. Good. You know, to keep it No, I haven't. Can I ask you a couple questions? Of course. Who the guy that that oh, I don't want to ruin it if you didn't see the first season. Um, the guy the was he Puerto Rican? Jay Sun. Oh, you talk about um, yeah, uh, uh. uh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I know you're like, talking about. Yeah, um, like who was he? Like why was he in it? Why was he in the story? Was he a relevant person in the early days? Well, you know, some 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 of them brothers like um, Spot. You know, me. I'm from Queens, so I don't. You know, I don't really know all the brothers from Staten Island. Like oh, a well, lot of brothers, I met, I met okay. after the fact. Yeah, right, yeah, I'm right, from, right. I'm from Southside Queens, so. But traveling, you know, I used to go out and travel out and, and, and you know, check RZA, like, you know, a lot back in the days and uh, yeah. get stuck out in Staten Island because, you know, um, you know, money wasn't like that in all reality in them days and times. So and then, you know, you have to hop the train, the ferry and all that good shit. Yeah. But um, <laughs> um, I, I started meeting brothers going to RZA crib. You know what I mean? Like, like that's right. how I met, like, Deck, Meth, um, um, like, Ghost, um, Ghost and Ray, but Ghost and Ray, I met them. They used to travel a lot, you know. What I mean, with RZA, so sometimes RZA come check me out. You know, he come out to Queens, and they'll be with him. You know, um, you know, uh, uh, the the God Wise used to travel out too with RZA a lot. So, you know, Ray and Ghost, uh, you know, I was probably like the first brothers that I actually met from the clan. And then I remember meeting Deck and, and, and RZA. But I already knew RZA and Killer and Old Dirty too. You know what I mean? Like um, the last brother that I probably met was was Kappa when he came home because I didn't meet Kappa until after he came home. Right, um, right. You know. And this is but, like but, this is like like how close is how close is Riz's studio to how it looked back in the day, like in his mom's basement. Oh, as far as um, like how well, it looks well, on the show. That. Yeah, I, I think all that is is actually pretty pretty close. You know what I mean? Everything is, is is pretty, you know. Like I said, like that's the question he probably could give you the exact answer to. But if you know, but yeah, I mean, yeah, but he lived it. A, I think they did a great. Yeah, I think they did a great job as far as like recapturing a lot of that. Like like as far as like like uh, the, like, like like even his house and, and, and things like that. Like they really really captured it. Like even the kids who play Ghostface Brothers is so funny, man. 
Like those kids are fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I was yeah, I yeah, I, I, the, I was saying the other day to Math and to Rizzo, we did a little um, promo thing on Twitter, and I was saying that like I really think that in a lot of ways, Sife, the Ghostface character, like if you're a Wu fan, I think you gain the most understanding about oh. Ghostface. Bro, it's first of all, I love how you got to figure out who they are when the show first starts because they have all different names and you got to remember wow. you got to remember the 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 album we used to read the back of the albums and we used to see D Coles and um right right yep. Robert Diggs that's it you know what i'm saying so yep. like so like we we trying to figure out who's who and then like they got Ray Shaquan in um in Polo so you're like okay that must be Ray you know, Power had the right. name already, so we knew who Power was. ODB, right. you just got to look at him, and you know who he right, is. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right, but then, right. Like, oh, he's, he's going yeah. yeah. So, like, it's so dope. Like, okay, that must be that. Like, oh, that's Ghost. That's Ghost. Now, now here's one thing that I came – this is just me as a fan, Math, and obviously the way that fans view it is totally different than reality, and this is a TV show. So I understand all right. of that. However, the, the, the Bobby – Dennis relationship, Ghostface, uh, Riza and Ghostface relationship is really highlighted in this show. And it made me right. it made me start thinking, is it possible that while all of us as fans have always associated Ray and Ghost the most, that maybe the brotherhood that's most important to the core of the clan in some ways is Riza and Ghostface? Um, I mean, I mean, that's a good um you know, analysis right there, because if you look at it and if you think about it, like, like you said, looking at the back of the covers, the executive producers were, uh, uh, of Into the 36 Chamber was Robert Diggs, Robert, yep. um, Mitchell Devon Diggs, mm-hmm. um, Dennis Coles, who yeah. knows Ghost, yep, D. Coles, and um, Ali Power Grant, which is Power. Right. So, so, oh yes. Right. This is executive producers because then also, you know, when they put the writers, it's always the real name. Right. So like I always remember D. Cole. Right. But I didn't realize honestly yep. till this moment, I didn't realize that Ghost had an exec producer credit on Enter. I, I did not realize yeah. that. Because think of even like yeah. after the laughter is just Riza and Ghost. Yep. Um there was another significant thing. Uh because I have the original after the laugh of the demo version, and then they redid oh, it okay. on the album. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah. so, so you think that assessment though that that relationship being maybe the most critical that is a reasonable way way to look at it? You think, Math? Yeah, that's definitely a, a way to look at it. And if you watch the show, and if you keep watching this season, you you see how like Ray and Ghost really, you know, came came to be how they are. You yeah. know, because as you see, like, you know, as you watch the show, like within the show, you see there's a rift between them. So, yeah. um, you know, so so that 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 was, a, um, you know, that's a relationship that had to grow and develop, which it did. And, and you know, as you see, they, they, they like, you know, to use the term bookings. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, mm-hmm. It's like. But, yeah. You know, so, and sometimes it's, yeah, sometimes it's like that. Sometimes um, people kind of collide. Because they're 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 too so much similar. The same. Yeah, yeah, so similar. And then once you find out, you got so much in common. It's like, wait, hold on. Yeah, like like nah, yo, yeah, you you really my dog like that. Yeah. 
Yo, um, well, if you look at it, if you look at it like in in this, and I'm an outsider looking in, I'm a fan. And if you look at it, the outside look at it, and then watching the show and reading the books that the shows are based on, you see Dennis and and Riza are like almost family, or in a way, no, they are family. Yeah, 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 they are family. And then, but then, like the way Ghost was in the streets was the same way ray was in the streets so you see how they became you see how only built for cuban links how that became it would make like sense right the the more street album of wu-tang where you know jesus genius was the more smart style of wu-tang right. rizza was the more like all putting it together you know what i mean like so as you watch the albums unfold back in history we see why ghost and ray and that album is so much more you know street drug dealing related than than a genius album you know right right so right because and, that, and that's and that's the genius of uh, 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 Richard too as far as like like even making music and dealing with like all the different individuals just knowing how every you know knowing how everybody is and knowing the, the setting to put them as well as the type of style of music that that are really bring it out of individuals yeah because yeah. sometimes you need certain things to bring bring out of you you know like like you know when certain beats hit you it's like it's gonna hit you so when playing goes to like a a, a criminology you're gonna right. get criminology you know, yeah exactly just to hear like the liquid swords yeah. yeah you're gonna hear did that, you man. see and then yeah did you see during the pandemic when rizzo was hosting those those movie, the the kung fu movie premieres. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So, did you see that Rosenberg? No, bro. Um, is he? Where's? First of all, first of all, two things. How far is this grocery store? You're driving a very <laughs> long time. Two. Can you text Rizzo? Because I have a lot of questions. I just his his person just reached back out and asked if he's on yet. I said no and resent the link. So God let's hopefully it. he shows up you here. Son of a bitch. This they did. Um, some company was like they were doing. Uh, kung Fu movies. I forgot the name of the company. They were doing Kung Fu movies, and then they right. had like he, 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 he did a bunch of he, he him and a guy who was like a like a film expert were like commentary doing commentary during the whole movie, and they did like um, Shaolin versus Wu Tang and Enter the Thirty Six Chambers, and then they did one yeah, which was the Shogun movie, it, which is the one the Jizz right album. Oh yeah, Shogun assassinated. Yep. Yeah. Oh my God. And he's explaining. Shogun assassin. Shogun assassin. He's explaining how this movie was so different than kung fu movies because the Japanese shogun and assassins. All though you're watching the whole movie and you're hearing the whole Liquid Swords album. All the samples are from that movie. Right. All the vo vocal samples, like when he's like, "Choose the sword," and "Choose your," you know, Cho you choose, choose your choose mother, your mom, and yeah, death. Choose your mother. Bro, it's all in there. It's so fire. It's so fire. Um, uh, mathematics, will you tell us a little bit about this? Uh, about about what was that? Can't hear it. Oh yeah. Yup, yup. I hear that. Yep, body healthy. Yup. Let the let it drop. Let okay, it drop. Let it drop. <laughs> Wait, did you do that? Wait, 
Yes, I did that. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. Can I talk to you for a second? Go ahead, Saif. You're a DJ. Yep. You are a, a skilled professional. That record comes in so offbeat. It's crazy, son. It's so crazy. There's no way to blend that from the intro. The shit just comes. No, yes, it is. It is. It is. Wait, there's a. Yeah, you got to start from an off measure. Yeah, you do. You do, but, <laughs> but, but you, you, you can't do it. And you're, you're a professional DJ, too. Bro, I can do it. I'm just wondering right. why it well, wait, comes you just, so... Wait, but you just blend you blend the drum, and then you just start it with the first no, but bar. The, but the drums, he starts rapping right on the drum hit. Yeah, that part's so a you tough gotta cut. Blend it, you got to blend it from the... Doom, 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 yo, yo, that... First of all, I got to tell... Yo, when you look up the samples of that record, what's the name again? What is it? Holy Force? Uh, Holy oh, War. Oh, Holy War? Oh, oh, Divine Holy Force, War. Holy War. Divine Force, Holy War. Force, yep. Yeah. Yo, so how big was yeah, that record? Shout out to Sir Abu. How big was that record in New York? Because outside, I didn't know that record at all. Um, you know what? I think that was really an under, uh, uh, underground, underground fan favorite. That, yeah. yeah, because it's like... Um, you know, you were hearing, and, and when that came out, that was back in the days too of, uh, you know, the uh, Red Alert and, and, and Marley Mar shows. So, you know what I mean? So, um, you definitely will have to catch. And then Sir Abu, you know, that's my dude too. But and it has some dope joints. But but Holy War, yeah, that that was just one joint that I guess we all all love. You know what that- I mean, like like all of us, like, and, and that's something that I think we all had in common. That, that, you know, you find out later, like, like yo, that was your shit? Yeah, that was my shit, too. And then I know Meth loved it the way he loved it until, like, um, you know, to after it was done. And, you know, it's clear. Yeah. It was so independent that you couldn't find it in regular, regular. It wasn't on a big label, so it wasn't marketed or promoted. It was just played on the radio late, late nights. And you had to just kind of know. You right. probably recorded the radio, and, and is, you had it on a tape, and you never knew what it was. Is it is it the same drums and the chorus? No, it, it, it's it's the same hook. Um, it's just the shake you know, that party, um, like, like ghost flip, go yeah, yeah, ghost flip the hook. I don't remember if they used. I, I would have to listen to it. It's been it's been yeah. Did they use altitation? I'm not sure. I might have to. Uh, uh, listen to. Do you have that? Do you have? I'll pull it up. I'll, I'll, I'll Bro, up. I remember I used to work in Fat Beats, and this guy came into Fat Beats oh, with what? a box of those. What? And Eclipse went fucking nuts. I never even heard of it until that day. <laughs> I never heard of it. It was like I worked in Fat yeah. Beats in ninety six, ninety five, ninety six, and he came in with a box of those. He must have found them in his basement or something. And Eclipse went <laughs> fucking bonkers, yo. Here we go. And I just bought two right away. I just bought them. So it's the drums, too. Wow. Um, yeah, but but differently, it's, it's different. It's differently because I it's a lot darker. I remember like I remember when me and Ghost was talking about it, we wanted the whole like that like the the park game breakbeat type era shit too and shit. So you know, um, 
Yeah, yeah. And, and matter of fact, that like, like, like I think what what it was. I'm trying to recall. I think that's where we started from. And then he started, you know, he just started doing what he do, and, and, and that that's how it was birthed, basically. Wait, and did meth hit you after you finished it? Like, so, yo, you so, used yeah, that? Because so you said you said meth. Up. You said that you said that meth, you didn't know meth loved it till afterwards. So after you put it out, did meth come to you? Like, yo, son, how'd you use that? That's just fire. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, I just remember him like, um, like he, you know, he started singing it, and he started like like singing the original. You know what I mean? So it was like, okay, and he was like, yeah, that was my shit. <laughs> so it was like, okay. Because, like, in all reality, like, even when Ghost started doing it, that's what I had to think about. Because we, it wasn't, it wasn't, like, like, he was trying to do that joint over. That's not what it was. Right. It's like, you know, when I, when I made the track, I, the track is what brought it out of Ghost. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He was right. just trying to get, like, a certain feel. And right. it, it, shit just came together basically kind of naturally. Yeah, no, because it does sound like a different record. The beginning sample that you, the ding, 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 is like a totally different mm-hmm. feel altogether than the original version. Um, but that song, oh. I remember when I got the white label off of Supreme Clientele, I mean, that was really the set off for the whole thing. That that was, that's an important well, record in the, in the Ghostface uh, discography. Hmm. Like I'd be like that's just such a gem to have under your belt. What's another what's another favorite that you have um that you've done that either A, you're publicly credited for, or B, you co produced maybe and people don't know that you co produced? Um I would I would have to say, well, like being goes like Cobra Clutch, mm. that's you know, that, that that's another one. Oh, that's that, like, bro, that's on the same time. That's yeah, one Cobra of my Clutch favorite. Healthy around the same time. Mm. Cobra Clutch is one of my favorite songs of all time, bro. All time. Let's give the people a little a little taste. Here we go. Oh, oh no! Lord. Here's a taste. Bro, I love Cobra yeah. Clutch. Yeah, yeah. appreciate that one. Bro. Yeah, bitch. Hey yo, <laughs> motherfucker. Hey yo. Yeah, yeah, we dash lost yeah. this bloody version of glaze. Sling shot through his gem in his mouth. Swallow his razor. Say no more, my back be parked against the wall. Troopers wailing. Face don't give a fuck. Yo, yo, man. Yo, son. <laughs> wait, so wait. First of all, I'm saying as a as a producer nerd, what machines were you using back then to make those beats? Oh, ASR 10. You got it, I son. Knew it. I you fucking it. knew it. I knew it. Yep, ASR 10. That that was my baby. It's still my baby to this day. I still got one. I still use it. Like, you know, it's probably probably like my fourth, fifth ASR 10 because as soon as they go out, I got to get another one. Um, yeah, I just pulled mine out the basement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the ASR 10. You know what I mean? Like, so I think producers that use the ASR 10 have a certain love for that machine because I know oh, yeah. Kanye uses it too. Um, and he be killing that shit. He be killing it. Wait, who um, does? Yay? Kanye. Yo, yeah. did did, yeah, did Kanye, did you have to do anything when Kanye uh, sampled uh, Ghost for that record? Uh, no, um, you know, sign off on, on it. That's about it. But I didn't have to do nothing. I didn't do nothing. He, I mean, he used it twice, actually. He used it, uh. Yeah. For, um. For what, which record did he use? And, um, Mighty Healthy for, for um, New God Flow with him and um, Pusha, Pusha T. Yep. And then 
Yup, and then he used it again. Um, no parties. Yo. In L.A., shake that oh, party. Shit. Yeah, that's right. He used it twice because yeah, I forgot by the, about that. That's just such a, and that's a testament. <laughs> that really is a testament to the feel that you get that Ghost kind of gives. You know what I'm saying? Like I really, I love that that happened, and Kanye used it twice because it just sort of solidifies what we already all feel about Ghostface. Like, did. Does, do you think Ghost has an understanding of like his level of greatness and the way that no. he's viewed in hip hop math? I say no. What do you think? You said, do Ghost have a what? Do you think he has a clear view of just how people think of him as like an absolute all time great? Um, I, I don't know, but he should because he's definitely like in my top five. You know what I mean, bro? We like, know like, that he I, should. I have two top. I have yeah, definitely five, should. Do you think people? Oh, people no, no, and I think people that. do. I just uh, wonder if he feels it because, like, Ghost may not get the top five or top ten, but there's not a real hip hop head alive who's who, who appreciates the real shit who doesn't hold Ghost in the highest esteem, whether it's top five or not. Wow. Everyone holds him in the highest esteem. And I just wonder whether he knows wow. that he's thought of in that way. Hmm. That's a good question. That's because the reason why question. the reason why I don't think so, and I'm not close to him anywhere near as how close you are to him, but like he just seems like he's just living his life. Right? He he right. he he lives his life, he makes his music, he makes his money, he, he does he's he just is, you know, ghostface, Dennis Cole, and like I think he might even get annoyed of how people must fan out around him. I don't know, though, Scythe, because I feel like these days he seems to have, in my recent interactions with him around my record, I don't know, he seemed to be soaking it up a little bit more. He's, like He definitely seems to be in it a little more, yeah. Yeah, he seemed like, I don't know, I, I ran into him at Summer Jam, and his level of happiness, like just in seeing him out and about, and like, you know, I told Cypher that like when we when he, when he did the verse for my album, you know, I didn't really communicate with him at all. I was just talking to Sean Wiggs and just, you know, sending beats back and forth. And then I just got the verse, didn't know much about it. And then the day the album called out came out, Ghost called me and we just had this awesome, excited phone call. Like he was just so cool and appreciative. And I guess over all my years knowing him through interviews and whatnot, I just got a sense I don't know. I got a different sense of sort of joy from him and whatever. We got to get him back on here soon, Sife, so we can re re-give him his flowers again because he really is just, I don't know, man. As the years go on, he to me, in so many ways, he's the essence of woo in so many ways. Not even woo. I was going to say not even woo of hip hop. Right. Yeah. Right. His facts. Voice, his voice is synonymous with hip hop. His his. Like that, like that part that Kanye sample, shake your body, body. Yeah. That's so hip hop. You know what I mean? So like, true. He's the yeah. essence of it. Yeah. He's what it and, should and, and be. You saying that? It's like, yeah, yeah. You saying that? The essence, like those, like, like the music. He, he's passionate. MC, he's passionate, and you definitely hear it. Um. And, and yeah, I heard your album too, Rosenberg. Dope album, dope album. Oh, thank you, man. Um, um and yeah, and Ghost, like, like he 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 hits them chords, like like his voice, and then yeah, he's not 
he's not afraid to 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 bear all. He'll, you know what I mean? To put his heart right there. He'll put his heart on the table for you. Um, I, like I just did a joint with Ghost. Just like me, me Ghost left and whole bus. It ain't come out yet, but it's like when you hear his verse, it's it's going to touch a chord. It's going to touch a chord. Yeah, he's capable. He's what makes Ghostface great is what makes every true artist in their craft great. And that is vulnerability and being willing to show people who they are. Ghost like Ghost has always been willing to show you his flaws. And as a result, you feel a closeness to him as an artist that's different than people who cover up those flaws. You know, it's another thing. My boy used to tell me this back in the day. Be be wary of gangsters that listen to R&B because <laughs> they have they have no they have nothing in them where they need to front and act like they're hard and they like R&B because it's not all these rap niggas just talking shit all the time and it's like the realest right. motherfuckers listen to R&B and they're vulnerable because you can't touch them. They're that tough. They don't you know need what to I mean? prove it, right? They're not trying to prove they it. They don't need to prove. That's how Ghostface is like when he raps right. over all the, the R&B and old soul joints. It's like, man, don't cross this guy. Do not cross him. <laughs> yeah, by the way, and, and by the way, don't even play the R&B song because he might rap over the whole thing without even oh. sampling it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, yo, Matt, listen, man. Congratulations uh, on on the second season of of Wu Tang, an American saga. It's so fantastic, and we're excited to see how it plays out. So we appreciate you jumping on. I know sh- a lot. Sharing some I know stories. A lot that, you know the the makeup chick from the show, Joanna. Oh, uh, 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 Joanna. The white girl um, with all the tattoos. Yeah. I know, yeah, it was a, it, like like you know it was it was a lot of them. Yeah, so she not, she was that yeah. she's the head of them. She's a friend of mine, and okay. I used to ask oh, her okay. all the time, "Yo, what's happening on the show? What's the second season about? What's going?" She's like, "I can't say nothing." She's like, "I'm I'm not bound by Adam. blood, yo." She's like, "I'm <laughs> bound by blood. I'm Wu Tang. I can't say nothing." I was like, Damn. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, Matt, congrats, congrats, man. We're excited to see how it plays Thank out you. and hope we get to a season three as well. Me too. Thank you. Appreciate it. Everybody keep tuning in. And, Bro, um, where's, this, where's this store? Yeah. Where's the store? <laughs> Where are you going? You said, oh, no, nah, yo, yo, when I do my shopping, like, like, um. You go to I'm the vegan. rich, so you go to the I, rich right neighbor. You're going to Whole so, Foods. Yeah, I go. Well, I, I do like I shop for the month. You know, I mean, I got I got like two fridge in the deep deep freezer. And, you Uh-oh. know, so I go for the month. So when I go, I, I hit like like uh, I hit Whole Foods, I hit Sprouts, Trader Joe's, Yo. I hit Taco, BJ's. You know what I mean? So so. You Yo, know, your poor and I, and kids. I got shopping vehicle for all that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I got I got I got a lot of kids and they eat, bro. <laughs> Yo, well, listen. Shout you know to you. Well, shout to your shout to your sons for having to listen to this whole thing and help you with groceries. But we appreciate you, man, for hanging out. Okay, cool. Yup, yup. Let me leave. You know, you already know. Hit me up. Good looking, man. Peace, yo. Yo, your son hey, hates hey. Wu Tang. He told me. 
All right, PCO. There he is, yeah, mathematics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mathematics from oh, the Wu God. Tang. Yo, you didn't realize till that moment. You didn't realize till that moment that he did Mighty Healthy, huh? I did not. And I, I think I remember seeing, because Cobra Clutch is one of my favorite songs, but it's on like a weird Wu album, Killer Bees album, which I don't even know what that is. Is that um, the only place that exists? As far as I know, that's where I, how I have it from that Killer Bees album. Wow, it's like some weird independent. Yeah, it, it, that's what it popped. Woo. That's what it popped up as here. No, no, no. It's from the RZA presents the Swarm. The Swarm, that's it. The Swarm. Because like there's a there's another song on there that Chappelle loves. I think it's like an Inspector Deck song. He plays it all the time. That and Cobra Clutch. And I love Cobra Clutch, and I'm like, what is this other Wu song you always play? Hold on. What's the oh, song called? Well, okay, the biggest song on here is 97 Mentality. Cap, no, it's not that. Cap oh, that's from that, too? Yeah, but that was on something else, too. Yeah, because I have that. I just, I just, my basement got flooded a little bit, so I've been moving some of my records, and I found the 97 Mentality, and it's, it's a red label. It's not from that label. What does 97 Mentality mean? I think it was just his 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 frame of mind in in ninety seven. Oh, because this was ninety seven ish, right? Yeah, 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 going into ninety seven, maybe. What was going on in ninety seven? Yo, and then oh, was it this? Yep. I've yep. Ne- I'm excited. I've never heard this in my life. Hold on. That's it. Yep. Street life and inspected deck. Street life, that's it. I mean, I don't know. Bro, he plays it like it was a single. Yeah, I got to talk to Dave about that one, man. I don't know bro, if that's Dave's one. shuffle is ridiculous, bro. It's crazy. Now he, His shuffle is... These you ca- would love it. These DC cats, the Begas were on here on the strength. What about the, what about this? Execute them. Raekwon, Inspected Deck, Street Life, and Master Killer. <laughs> so random and, and such bad cover up. Yeah, the rest. What label is it? Execute them. It doesn't say, but I remember it looking. It was indie. Execute them. Yeah. Execute I don't know how they got away with that. Like it feels like it was songs that didn't make albums, but Cobra Clutch is so fire. How did that not make yeah, well that- the sample? Fire. These two, Cobra Clutch and 97 Mentality, belonged elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 just watching the show and listen, I, I know there's a lot of creative liberty being taken, right? And that's fine. I um, think it's for time purposes. Well, it's time and it's television. You know, like yeah. they want it. Listen, it just happened with the movie I watched about 
about my friend's dad with 9-11. Like, you can't tell stories. You have to add some drama to stories, right? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. like that bully character who, uh, is that season one or season two? End of season, season one. one. Yeah. That bully character that Bobby has the thing with, I'm, yeah. I'm sure that's an exaggerated character, right? Like, I, I would yeah. assume so. And, and but, I, I bet, I, where's Rizzo? We need to ask him. I, I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's it's probably exactly, but it, but probably still real though. There was a probably a guy who terrorized the hood. There probably was a guy who terrorized the hood though. All right. So, a uh, big thank you to Mathematics for jumping on. And yo, oh. make sure you also you know hit that Patreon because we have a whole episode this week on Patreon about um nine eleven, mm-hmm. uh, Michael mm-hmm. K. Williams, mm-hmm. um. And so Be much more. Good as a motherfucker on that old tape I found. Yeah, Sife having old sex tapes. There's a lot. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. sorry, whoa. sorry, I never said that. sorry. I never said that. Juan Epp is life on Patreon. Go join us there. But thanks to mathematics. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.